The following presentation is brought to you by KMmedia.pro. Please visit KMmedia.pro for more information. Now stay right where you are as we present. Welcome to Positive Talk Radio, evolving ideas, one conversation at a time. Great guests, dynamic stories and interviews, plus new thoughts on a wide range of topics and concepts. I hope that you'll hang with me, Kevin McDonald, my friends, and of course, you, as together we work to understand why we are all here and what we can do to make our world a better place for all of us to be happy, be kind, and live in peace together. Yep, that's Positive Talk Radio. to Positive Talk Radio. It is Thursday. It's a beautiful day here in the Northwest. I got to tell you, I'll bet you now, Reverend Rob, by the way, that's Reverend Rob Lee, who's right there. He's got Tara with an attitude. He's Hey, awesome. everybody. And uh, he's, he's, a, he's a great dude, but I'll bet you that we are almost going to be as hot as you guys are down in Florida today. It's actually not. It's very overcast today. So, but I think we're we're hitting the uh, what is it? We're we're already back in the eighties. Um, oh, yeah, it's eighty three, eighty four. Yeah, and now and it's fixing to drop to seventy five. So because of it being overcast, but wait twenty minutes and that overcast will go away and we'll go right back. That's Florida. You don't well, like the weather? Give it fifteen minutes. Today, it's been in the 50s for highs for like two weeks. And today, we're going to hit 76. I thought I was in the running, but Woo! apparently we're not. But see, we have a drier heat here. We don't have the humidity that you have down there. That is true. I have seen people, you know, they come down, oh, this is going to be great. No more cold. Yeah, you gave that up. You know, <laughs> why do the motorcycles drive around with a two by four? Because the con the asphalt gets so hot. They have to put a two by four down before they put their kickstand down because it'll melt and go right into the. Oh yeah. Oh, that's just lovely. <laughs> oh yeah, just a wonderful place to be. And uh, by the way, we did this this show. We are truly around the country because we've got uh, Florida's represented, Seattle and Washington's represented, and our guest today is in New Jersey. And uh, how's the weather there, Christina, in New Jersey? It's rainy and overcast, normal New Jersey, right, this time of year. And it's um, high of, let me see, 55 today, which is, you know, just your typical spring. I'm ready for 70s. I'm ready. I live about a couple miles from the beach, from the Jersey Shore, so I'm ready for that, that shore weather. I'm ready. Wow. Do you go swimming with the sharks out there? I don't. You know, I love the beach. The beach is my happy place, but I don't actually go all the way in the water because, yes, we do have sharks. We have <laughs> we have a lot of stuff. My um, wife, yeah, I, for my wife, my I call favorites. it critter water. Yeah, yeah, we call it critter water. Yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful for what it is. It's a beautiful, serene place to go. It is relaxing and they do actually keep our beaches very clean, although you have to pay you know money to get on them. Um, but yeah, they're beautiful. It's just, yeah, I don't go in. You can't see what's in there with you. And there's stuff in there, you know, so not for me, but many do. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You have to pay to go on the beach. Oh yes. In New Jersey, you have to pay. Yes. It's a, it's uh public beaches are, you have to pay and they do keep them very nice, but yes, it is. There's a cost involved, which is odd because even in Hawaii, which I love, you don't have to pay to go on the beach. So interesting, right? 
Oh, and it yeah. is, of course. Of course, I guess you get what you pay for. If the if at least if they're clean and Very all clean. of that, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. I can't complain. Listen, I live near the beach. I'm happy. <laughs> that's right. Well, you know, let's spend some time and talk about. I don't know. Let's talk about you, shall we? Oh, okay. Sure. What, what would you like to know? <laughs> well, first of all, I love the book that you've written. It's called Five Happy Choices. But let's talk about you a little bit, because you've got a bunch of letters behind your name, just like Reverend Rob does. Um, so let's talk about those letters a little bit. Uh, by the way, we're talking with Christina Rienzi. Hey, I did it. How about that? Perfect. Um, she's an, an MA, a CPC, Okay, what does that mean? And lots of things. So yeah, I'm a lifelong learner. I love school. I'm a nerd. Um, I have my master's of arts in psychological counseling. I have my certified professional coach uh, certificate, which I did a year long coaching program, which was awesome. I have a bunch of other stuff too, like certificate in happiness studies. I have, um, I'm certified to administer the energy leadership index, which is an assessment on um, attitudinal and attitudinal assessment. I have lots of little letters behind my name, but the biggest one of all is my PsyD, which I just got into a um, doctorate in psychology program and I'm in my second class and I love it and I'm excited. It's going to take me like five years, but you know what? I'm in it for the long haul. So here we go. So you actually, you know, I don't know, like school. I like, love school. Yes. Like, I love learning. I love it. I love all of it. I love learning, but I like to go somewhere else other than school for me. Right. So, mm -hmm. Reverend Rob, you you got the same. So she said a bunch of letters. What was the last ones that she said? That you which what are you talking? The one that's going to take uh, five years. What does that mean? The PsyD. Yeah. PsyD is actually and and what's funny is like I said, I'm sixty and I'm debating going back for my doctorate, but I was going to go for my DSW or whatnot, doctorate mm -hmm. in social work. Um, my best friends like Rob. What do you want to get your social security check and your diploma in the same year? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking, you know, it, it depends, you know, but the PsyD, what I like about PsyD, one of my favorite professors I had, had her PsyD, is a PhD is more research writing, uh, submitting papers, which you, you're going to do as a PsyD, but Kevin, a PsyD is more practicum. It's more getting in doing at the end it's still doctor you know yeah. so, a lot of work uh, application you got it exactly that philosophy or application and i like the application part i like to do things not just yeah. you know research them so that's and that some people are great at the research and they want to teach and they want to be professors and that's excellent and maybe that's the road i'd go down but i am all about doing so yeah you're right it's cool kind of cool so what yeah. does id stand for it's a doctorate in psychology instead of, so PhD is a doctor of philosophy. This is a doctor of psychology specifically. Oh, very nice. Very nice. How are you going to apply this doctorate when you get it? You know, that's a great question. I'm figuring it out. Um, so many things. I'm like, what can I do? I can do so many things. Um, you know, obviously I'm going to continue to write books. That's important to me. I'm a writer. I'm always a writer. Um, and you know, I do, I have an interest in helping people for sure. Um, New Jersey is pretty strict with licensure for psychologists, if that's what I wanted to do. And I haven't, you know, that's something that I, I did years ago. I had, I did therapy on a master's level many years ago, and I don't know that I want to do that again, but absolutely would be willing to, you know, do either consulting or maybe enhance my coaching or do even industrial organizational psychology. My specializations in health and wellness. So I'll see what doors open. I'm kind of, you know, I'm one of those people that's like, I believe it's going to work out and I'm open. 
to the possibilities and I don't want to pigeonhole myself anyway, shape or form. So I'm kind of just letting, let me see what ruminates over the next five years and what strikes me. That's kind of my mindset going in. That's and that cool. would be, you know, one of the things like, that's one of the reasons I worked for two licensed psychologists. One of them's like, Rob, we need to, we need to get you into that. We need to do this. And her boss was like, no, he doesn't. If he gets his LCSW, he could do everything. You Absolutely, can do. you can do. You it. know, I'm. I could diagnose. I could do whatever. You, do it you, all. Know, you just can't write scripts, and neither can, neither can they. And so yeah. that's mm-hmm. the big weight of. It, it's just more of a personal goal, correct? Because yeah. now I'm looking to work more from home anyway. So maybe take what I got, be happy, you know, sure. and yeah. see what's happening. You, know, you can do so. a lot with what you have. And even the certificate in my CPC, I can do a ton with. I mean, I can do a lot with. I learned so much, which added to what I learned from psychology. And as you know, psychology and social work are a little different, but psychology deals with dysfunction to function. Um, that's therapy, right? And coaching deals with function to optimal performance. And I'm on the positive psychology side of things. Like I, that's why I got my PsyD in health and wellness. That's why I'm going for it anyway, um, in health and wellness, because I want to focus on the positive psychology aspect of things. I did the abnormal psychopathology stuff that was not in there. And I loved it, but I'm ready to like, look at the other side of it, but you can do all the things, you know, for me, it was personal. I want, I've always wanted my doctorate. I always wanted to complete my education. It's something that's been hanging over my head for me personally. Like I didn't do that. I want to do that. And I just said, you know what, I'm going to do it. Like, this is a lifelong dream. If I do nothing different than what I'm doing today, I'll be proud of myself for completing it. Um, and I could put Dr. Chris on my books. Hey, you know, I mean, that's nothing, but, (laughs) but to me, it's an accomplishment. I'm proud of myself. I went all the way. That was what I always wanted to do. And it's personal. Like you said, I went all the way once and wound up paying child support. (laughs) Um, you know, (laughs) so, uh, but anyway, (laughs) different radio show. Yeah. Kevin's like, oh crap. No, it's no, but it's all good stuff. with an attitude. You're doing great. This is the way to go, you know? And and it is. It allows me the freedom doing what I'm doing now to work with people. Like I was doing, and and Deborah, hey, how are you, sweetie? Good to bangerang, my barefoot bangerang tribe coming in the house. Glad to see you there. Um, But, you know, when I started working with, I, I have a lot of work. I have a lot of background in law enforcement, things like that. And I started working with addictions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, having to revamp that was like, these people keep hearing the same thing over and over again. What am I going to do that's going to make the difference? And one of the first things I did was take some of that stuff and throw it out the window and start recognizing people as individuals. And then I started bringing tarot in and it started with me reading cards about the next client and how I'm going to individualize it. Then I left the deck out and one of the clients walked in and went, what's that? And I found out in today's world now, people are willing to listen to energy, frequency, uh, you know, subconscious, things like that. And it just opened a whole new world for me. I started using uh, cards in uh, group therapy sessions, things like that. But there was always that in the back, you know, Mm -hmm. of, well, should he really be doing that or whatnot? So, you know. Mm -hmm. 
I love it. I think tapping into energy is important. And I actually, my certification in coaching is in energy coaching. It's in bringing you from the low to the high, right? Um, And more than that. But I love that. And I love your unique spin on it. And I think that your value, you have, there's a value there for that. And people want that. They want to connect with each other on a deeper level. That's what this is all about. All the letters behind your name and the education in the world isn't going to change how you connect with people. And you're connecting with people on a deep level. You're always going to do that. And that's what people need and want, especially now with everything going on. Absolutely. Oh, Oh, what's, what's going on? Not Getting. much, you know. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Lots Lord of things Jesus. have been going on. The last Lord. few years have been a rough, rough time for a lot of people. Yes, they have been. Yes, they have been. And and in the in the process, you took some time and you wrote a and you wrote a book. It's called Five Happy Choices. Tell us about it. Yeah. So um, coming out, well, when the COVID-19 pandemic hit and we didn't know what we were in for, right? I felt the deep dive into darkness like a lot of us did and just like what is happening. And I it pushed me to get certified in happiness studies, which is the science of well-being, but also to want to help people feel good and feel tap into their inner happiness very easily with little things they can do. And I thought I could write this like, you know, long book with all of the, you know, uh, a lot of like, you know, depth of scientific research, which I did use basic uh, scientific research to back everything that, you know, proven scientific methods to back my five happy choices. But I wanted something simple. I wanted something easy. And so I said, let me just pick the top five things that worked for me. Let me practice them. Let me get comfortable with them and let me talk about them and help people. And so that's what I did. I wanted to write a book that was really easy for someone to just pick up and go, I don't feel good. I'm not feeling happy. I'm feeling down. I don't know what to do. What can I do? Here's what you can do. It's backed by scientific research. There are studies that have been done on all of these choices and how they affect you. Um, and then I also did a little sidebar in there on happiness hormones, which I'm learning a lot about in my PsyD program, but um, about the hormones and neurotransmitters in your brain that actually make you feel good and what they are and how to access them. And that was just a little sidebar, but I would like to dive deeper into that with my next my next book. But yeah, Happy Choices is really, um, it's just a simple, easy proven way to feel better how do you access those those hormones like dopamine and 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 some of the other positive ones just at will at will so yeah so uh, serotonin dopamine oxytocin um and your endorphins are the four that i focused on in my book and they're all different and they all have different functions so serotonin is your feel-good hormone um, its main job is to regulate and stabilize your mood. So really easy ways um, that you can access serotonin would be doing something that brings you joy. Like for me, it would be writing. Writing is an activity that I enjoy. So if there's something that you enjoy, a hobby, you want to do that. Also going outside in nature is something that would activate the serotonin in your brain. And also music is, is directly connected with serotonin. Uh-huh. So that's that's huge. And dopamine's another one you hear about. Um, that's a happy, actually your happiness hormone. And specifically, um, it's like when you don't feel like you normally would, like you're feeling down. And I don't mean truly depressed or in a state of um, darkness. I'm talking about like you just don't feel like yourself. You're feeling down. Something as simple as going outside and getting, you know, your vitamin D from the sun um, is something that will increase your dopamine on demand. Really? So, yeah, and there's there's lots of things you can do. I mean, unfortunately, there's no way, you know, for you to go, oh, what's my dopamine level? You know what I mean? What's my serotonin level? But there are ways that you can just, you know, depending on how you feel, 
doing these things and seeing, did that work for me? Maybe that doesn't work for me. Maybe music doesn't do it for me, you know, even though it's supposed to do it. What does it for me? It's good for me. It's going outside and being in nature that does it every time when I don't feel right. I feel down at just sitting outside in the quiet, you know, listening to the birds, getting the, you know, feeling the sun on my skin, just breathing in the air. Like for me, that's like an immediate, I feel good. I can go back. I need to walk away from the desk or whatever, you know, is going on. So, um, and everybody's different. So part of the book is really about testing these things out to see what works for you and doing more of that and making it a habit. So you're doing something small every day to feel good. You know, that's, that's interesting. Rob, what do you do to feel good? You know, and, and, and it's funny that you bring that up. Like, I got to get outside. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I got to stand up. I got to look. I got to see what's happening in the world. Because, you know, a lot of times with what you and I do, I'm inside a lot. Mm -hmm. And I'm there There might be a day or two where I never get out of the house. So mm -hmm. getting out of that, believe it or not, one of the things that makes me feel good, I go to Costco. Mm -hmm. I, I'm walking, I'm <laughs> looking, it, you know, or whatnot. It's, it's, it's getting my brain away from a computer mm -hmm. and YouTube and all that stuff, but it's so important. And it's funny that you mentioned that because one of the things, when I talk to people, and I think I mentioned this in another show. So Christina, this would be good with you, especially with parents or somebody that's dealing with empty nests, things like that, or they're going through a transition. And they're like, I just don't know what to do or whatnot. One of my first questions is, what do you like to do for fun? And mm -hmm. it is amazing how many people will look at you and go, uh, they don't even know. They anymore. don't know what makes them happy. This is Well, this, if you don't yeah, know what makes mm -hmm. you happy, yep. you're looking to other things, sure. McDonald's, uh, you know, Starbucks or whatnot. And then it gets even worse to trigger those dopamine sure. things. Definitely. Because that's you're, great. You're, you're going to do dopamine things. Mm -hmm. So that's one of those things that, yeah, it's important for us to stop and go, what do I enjoy? Mm -hmm. Is it coloring? Is it going to the range? Whatever mm -hmm. it might be mm -hmm. for you and setting those boundaries. So even parents, parents, listen to me. You can, you can tell little Johnny no for a minute and mm -hmm. take some time to yourself. Okay. And, 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 and learn that, you know what, it's okay for you to have fun too. Mm -hmm. And that's you know? a great point that you bring. Cause I talk about in my book in the beginning, like you have to know what brings you happiness in order to do it. Now, these are, these are ideas and you can try all of them and they, they do work, but what is it that brings you joy? And it's, it's diving into that. And I, you know, trying to help people figure out what makes you happy. A lot of times you're doing it and you're not paying attention, but you feel good, but you're just like, you're, you're doing what you're doing and you're enjoying it, but you're like half paying attention to this, or you've got your phone out or whatever. And you're not really in the moment and being in the moment and feeling like, Hey, this makes me happy. I feel good. I, you know, when you're happy and you feel good, you just have to pay attention to that. And those are the things that, that you enjoy that you should be doing more of, but you're right. right so many times it's like, I, I was very lucky to always know like what I wanted to do and what brought me joy. But you ask people and I talk to them like, what makes you, I don't know. I don't have a hobby. Nothing brings me joy. I don't like this. I don't like that, but yet have a conversation with them and you'll pick up on, wait a minute. When you talked about, you know, going to play racquetball, like you were smiling, you were excited. You're looking forward to playing that. Like that's something that brings you happiness. Like you're not recognizing that, but I'm seeing it in you. You know, right. oftentimes we can help people we know with those answers because we see what makes them light up from the inside out. It's a feeling that you get, but you're right. That's the first step. It is amazing to me that there are people out there 
And there are a lot, which is why you're in business, both of you, uh, because there's lots of people that are not, they don't know what happiness is. They don't like their job. They're, they are stagnant at home. They're just doing, not being. And, they're, and they've got all kinds of, uh, of self-doubt and issues and, and, and stuff like that. And our society is kind of built that way these days, isn't it? Absolutely. And that's one of my things is breaking the programming of understanding. Nobody's taught to, th taught to thrive anymore. They're taught to mm -hmm. exist. Mm -hmm. And if I am paying my bills, I'm in a decent house. The car gets me from point A. My kids aren't in jail. That's a, we've been taught that's success, but it's not living. You know, and that's what I want people to see. That's why the bangerang, y'all bangerang, what you put out is what you're going mm -hmm. to get back. Mm -hmm. So if all you want to put out is I got to pay my bills, I'm successful, then don't blame me at the end of this ride when you're like, I don't know what to do and I'm bored out of my mind. You know, wake up. They're not happy. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, and it's so hard. It's it goes so much deeper. And I will tell you this: even though you know I have all the, <clears throat> the tools and information, and I know what to do, like I'm not. Listen, I am imperfect as the next person, and I have days where I don't feel good, or I'm sad, or angry, or whatever. Like all the emotions are relevant. We don't discard them, right? We don't just say we well, have to be happy all the time. No, we don't. That's the other thing. I think that this the misinformation about happiness is that you're just supposed to be walking around happy all the, happy all the time. Exactly. No, you're not supposed to be happy all the time. You're supposed to be human all the time. And I think acknowledge that ha uh, sadness happens, anger happens, jealousy happens, all of this. Like, pay attention to that. They teach you what you want and don't want in life. Ha the idea behind happiness and being able to you know, have a happy life, that means like, I know, I do know, I can access happiness whenever I want, not just because of the book I wrote, but because of who I am. This is a choice I made. I made a choice to be happy and to have it as a priority. I have moments of all of those feelings. And happiness is also a feeling. But happiness, to me, is more than a feeling. It's a state of being. And yes. it's who I am inside. And I feel it all the time. And I like, I swear, I was doing the laundry the other day. And I'm, you know, just in the moment. And I, I literally got this wave of just like, I love my life. I'm very happy. Not because it's perfect. It is not perfect. It's full of stress and anxiety <laughs> and fear and, and all of those things. But I choose. I want to live every day with that feeling of, I'm happy. I'm healthy. I'm grateful. I am very, very grateful for everything. So you're absolutely right. It's, it's, you know, not this, I have to walk around happy all the time. It's this, the answer is I know how to access happiness and I choose, choose it. I choose it when I need it. And I acknowledge it when it shows up, when it shows up in something I'm doing, I acknowledge it. And like, this brings you joy. Do more of that, you know, whether that's popular or not, you know, so I, with you hundred percent, I think people need to know they have a choice. They can choose it and choosing it doesn't mean that you never feel anything else. It just means that you have the power to choose it when you need it. But, and, but and go, go ahead, ahead, Kevin. Well, I, no, I was just going to say, but, but see, in my world, first of all, nobody, nobody, nobody asks me what brings me joy. What brings you joy? This. Yes. Whine, whining. <laughs> uh, whining. No, this, this, this is honestly what brings me joy. I love talking to people like you and and Reverend Rob and, and 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 to help people understand that there's a better way to live, a better way to be. And and see, my my life is full of, I you know, I've had physical challenge, I've got mental challenge, but it's full of love and it's full of life. Mm -hmm. And I just I love my life. 
And I and I, I love it more every day because I get to talk to really cool people like you guys. Aww. And and we get to have really cool people like Monica and Deborah and others that are joining us on 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 this format because it's it's so much fun. And and you you I was but I gotta ask you, were you always this way? Did you grow up when you were a little girl? Where where did you get the 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 passion and the drive to do what you're doing? That's a great question. I I think I was always this way inside, but I grew up, I was an only child, introvert. You know, I, I like my reading and, and being alone. I was not like, you know, this extroverted, bubbly. This is who I am when I'm happy and around people. But in my own life, I was just a very introverted um, person. And which is, there's nothing wrong with that. That's just who I was. And so, but I was always a helper. And I think it came from my parents. My parents were very, and I talk about them in my book a lot very kind, very loving, very supportive. They believed in me. They gave me the liberty to be my own human being, whoever I wanted to be. And they supported me, which is so important, whoever I was, right? Um, also, I think I just saw, like I came from a regular old working class family. You know, they went to work, they put food on the table and that was, there was nothing wrong. I had no traumatic childhood events, you know, that I can recall um, with the exception of, you know, I had a, a lot of death in my family growing up, which I think affected me in, in some way, probably why I wrote my thrillers that I wrote. Right. But at the end of the day, I wanted to, I wanted to be able to do the very best. My parents uh, worked very hard to put me through school. And I thought I'm going to, I'm going to go for school and I'm a driven, passionate person. And for me, my mother always taught me education is really important. You have to be educated. You need to, you know, get your education and you can do what you want to do. And so I was brought up with a work ethic and education being valued and they didn't have a higher education, either of my parents. So they wanted that for me. That was really important to them and it became important to me. And I think through that, I, I was a driven, passionate person all my life. What I will say is until my mother died, prior to my mother dying in 2015, I did not see myself as a happy person. Okay. I was not, I was just exactly like you said, going through the motions, success after success, moving on to the next thing. It took me going through three years of being absolutely miserable and grieving really badly to pull myself up out of that hole and choose happiness because she was the kind of person that no matter what she went through, she was positive. She was happy. She was loving. She was kind. She was generous. She would give you literally, she gave someone her car. Like this was who my mother was. They needed it more than she did. Um, she didn't have much, but she, it was like growing up with that. I thought she's not here. I have to be that. Let me figure out how I can be that my way. So yeah, it was one of those things where it, it was an evolution of life happening to me and me choosing what I was going to do with it. And I was always a helper. I went to school for psychology and all that, but it wasn't until a true, like what I considered the tragedy of my life thus far in losing my mom, um, that spearheaded me to go, you gotta, you gotta do something about this. You gotta work on this. You know, it's interesting. Not only are you going to school incessantly, but you've also written 10 books. Um, in, in addition to the nonfiction book that we've been talking about, if you go to her website, which by the way, is called Christina Renzi.com. If you go there, you can look at all of her nonfiction and fiction books. And, and when do you have time to sleep? Yeah. You know, and I have a toddler now, so that's interesting. Oh, geez. Um, I know. Add it to the mix. I have to, oh, I remember someone telling me, you talk about intuition. There was a woman, a, a mother of a friend of mine who said, you're, 
you're uh, the year of, I was born in the year of the rabbit. Okay. And apparently that means I'm flirtatious. And I'm like, well, what is the, what do you mean flirtatious? Cause I'm not, I'm very like, not that way, but she meant, no, you're flirtatious in life. Meaning you are always wanting to do a lot of things. You're always excited and interested in things. And she was right. Um, so yeah, I just, you know what, at the time that I wrote all of the thrillers was around when my mom was sick and I was, it was the way I agree. I grieved through writing. I, I, I dealt with grief through writing. I was cathartic for me. I wrote a lot of thrillers. I tapped into the dark anger, sadness, all of these things. Um, and they worked well for me then. And then, yeah, when I was, you know, healing from that, then of course, this is the path I'm on now, the nonfiction path. But you know, I am somebody who I'm, I'm just a driven person. And that if I, if I want something that I feel like will be of value to me or the world, I go for it. And there's like no, nothing standing in my way. But I will also say this. I am one of those people that puts a pause button on too. Like I make time for relaxation. I say I don't work on Sunday. Uh, I shut down by a certain time every day. I want family time. I want it all. And if that means something has to be sacrificed, it's not going to be the people in my life. You know, it's going to be the work. So. Oh, that's awesome. So you do take a break every day. I absolutely force breaks. I never used to. I used to be a workaholic and I'm probably still am inside. But yes, I take breaks. I take breaks for important things like family and downtime. And, you know, if I don't do that, I'm not going to be able to sustain what I have to accomplish. So I make sure that relaxing and downtime is a part of my schedule. I just I compartmentalize my schedule very well. And I'm a planner. So everything is Monday through Friday, it's, you know, I'm very strategic. And then once the weekend comes, I'm done. You know, I don't do anything. You need to write a book about being yeah. strategic. <laughs> I do, right? How What works for me. It's, it is. I know sometimes, you know, with as a writer for fiction, um, it, it, it is different than this. This is, this is actually easier. And I love this a little bit more, I have to admit. But when I used to write fiction, it's like, you're trying to be creative. And I would go like, I have writer's block and you're staring at the screen. And sometimes sitting at the computer meant nothing happened. But I sat at that computer. And I think that's it. It's discipline. Anything you want, you need to work for. I love law of attraction. I'm a believer in energy and all of those things. But I also feel like inspired action is what makes a lot of stuff work. You've got to be inspired to do the work, even if the work is connecting on a human level. Maybe that's the only work you have to do. Tell people what you what interests you, what your passions are, and see what comes back, right? Uh, but I feel like you've got to do something. You've got to put it out there in some way that's meaningful, that you feel deep in your heart, because otherwise it's just a dream. You know, a dream becomes reality when you do the work. And the work could just be sharing your feelings or your truth about what you want. Or it could be literally like I'm doing right now, sitting down, writing, you know, papers for my side. <laughs> and Reverend Rob, I, 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 told you that, that she was going to be great and you agree with her 100% don't you oh absolutely absolutely you know that's one of the things I was trying to say earlier is you know because people learn to be present be mindful be in control some of some of them in, in my circle will call it enlightened okay I'm not talking about woke I'm talking about being enlightened yeah, or awakened sure. or whatnot Spiritual. one of those things is we believe we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And part of that is emotion and being happy. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't mean, you know, like Jesus walked the earth at some point, he got pissed at some point, somebody upset him. All right. At some point he told a joke. All right. But it's knowing 
that you have surrounded yourself with people or spirit or things and have learned how to take control when those emotions seem overwhelming Mm -hmm. to be able to sit back and go, wait a minute, I'm in control of this. Mm -hmm. And, and, and it's a reminder to everybody. Yeah, no people who are teaching this and coaching this, we're not walking around like, you know, (laughs) that's not what's happening at all. You know, we got tempers and everything else too. The beautiful part is people that are really practicing this and learning this, they can just snap back out of it a lot quicker by putting positive practices. That's exactly what you said it perfectly. It isn't about not having a human experience. It's about choosing our experience as well. There are things that are going to happen and we're going to choose. I've had times where I'm like, I'm angry. And you know what? I need to be angry right now because angry is going to get me to act. And I'm mad and let me get that out. And then it's like, okay. But the thing is, I don't root myself in anger and I don't get stuck there. And I don't drill a hole in a cave and live there anymore. I've done that already. Uh, or sadness and grief. I don't, I'm still grieving my mom seven years later. I'll never stop grieving her. I love her so much and I'll always love her, but it's different. And I choose like, I'm not living here. I'm not living in this dark place. I'm going to visit the dark place sometimes because I need to go there to grow, but I'm not living there. And I choose to not live there. But I, you know, I do think it's important when we talk about happiness, exactly what you said to honor the negative feelings because they're real and they tell you something. They tell you what you don't want or what you want. They tell you something about yourself and pay attention, but don't live there. It's unhealthy and not happy for your body. And And no fun. No fun. And no fun. It's no fun. And it is unhealthy. And actually, I will say two, two quick things about it. There are cells in our body, and I'm sure you know this, uh, Reverend Rob, there are cells in our body that are affected by our mood, right? And our attitude. And it's, it's basic health psychology, but at the end of the day, there's anabolic and catabolic energy that goes on inside of us. Catabolic energy is negative. It's that anger, hate, and uh, frustration, and all of the things, the, the hopelessness, they actually break down the cells in your body. So they cause disease, okay? They cause diseases. Anabolic, when you think of an anabolic steroid, right? Anabolic is a growth. It, it's, it's a growing mechanism. So when you're happy, when you have joy, when you're doing things you love, your cells are growing in a healthy way. So if you think about it on a very basic level, your physical manifestation of your emotions is real. So healthy, you know, focus on the mind. I, I've been to the chiropractor so many times and he said to me, I will adjust your back and do, and I'm still going for however much, but it starts here. This is where the problem is, not here. He says that to me all the time. The problem isn't in your back. The problem is here. You know, you're stressed. You have anxiety. I feel it. So it's all coming from inside of us. And we, we have control over it. What we do with that is up to us. We know it. You know everything. But you have to do something about it. So that's where I hope that we can all, the three of us, getting our messages out can help people know like, hey, we're here to support you. You're not alone. And you can take steps to make it better for yourself live a happier life. It's one of the things I like about what uh, Reverend Rob is doing. He's got, he's got a whole group of people that he calls his bangerang tribe and they're, they're all trying to, uh, and some of them are listening right now and they're, they're all trying to live life just a little bit better than they, than they were yesterday. And, okay. and, uh, and they follow Rob's example and his, uh, and what he does. So, uh, um, and what is your, what is your favorite saying again, sir? bangerang what you put out you get back but i always have to pop that off we need to remember a lot of times what you put in is what you get out what are you surrounding yourself with the people you're surrounding yourself with the information that's going in it's that you know and i love you talking about the negative and the positive energy and the damage that's being done 
because when you're way getting up from CNN, Fox, whatever it may be, off one of those wacky YouTube channels, and you're angry, and this is a constant reaction, you are causing yourself stress, mm-hmm. and you have now lowered your own vibrational frequency, mm-hmm. and you have literally done damage Mm-hmm. to your body. And I, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of people don't understand. Kevin and I remember when people are like, oh, it's stress. Stress will give you a heart attack. We are linking stress to so much more than heart issues now. Like you said, mm-hmm. tension, headaches, muscle tension. Because we're stressed, we're walking in a different gait. We're holding our head at a different angle. Mm-hmm. And people, mm-hmm. they are now actually relating stress mm-hmm. to diabetes. Oh, for sure. The cortisol, cortisol is released and that will, that will damage parts of your brain, which is what I'm learning about now, but it is interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's one of the reasons you're like, you're seeing people in our society, particularly that are diabetic and you look at them and they're like, you're, you're not me. You're not heavy. You know what, what? So, you know, stress in their life did a lot of triggering it. And, and, you know, it, comes to blindness, now your feet, different things or whatnot. Mm -hmm. So if you're intentionally placing yourself in these situations because you're so caught up in in Mm -hmm. what's going on around you, but it's killing you, eventually you're not going to help anybody. So that step away, get back, Mm -hmm. look outside. That's what we talk about. Go outside, absorb some vitamin D. Remember, Life is good. Think about your kids. Think Mm -hmm. about, you know, pet your dog, Mm -hmm. do whatever. If you're in an activity and your dog doesn't want to get you in your, get in your lap while you're watching TV, you need to think about the show you're watching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And recognize this show makes me feel this way. It's like that with social media. This person I'm following makes me feel this way. Don't follow them. You know, we have to declutter more than our closets here. We got to declutter our media. We got to declutter exactly what you said because it affects us on many levels. And um, you've got to be aware of that. You know, you're affecting your health, your physical health. And you're absolutely right about stress. And some, you know, some people say, well, I thrive under pressure and stress. And there are good, there is good stress too, right? But mm-hmm. it's how you view it. And I will tell you the negative stuff that comes at you and overloaded from media, uh, social media and on television and all those things. If you can't process it in a positive way, and you recognize that, then you need to step away from it. I have a lot of issues watching. I, I have um, empath, uh, empathic tendencies and, and highly sensitive person. So when I watch certain things on TV, I cannot watch them. I get like hysterical. My husband will look at me and go, you're crying again? Like what happened? And I'm like, I literally cannot watch this. I'm hysterical because I feel, I, I don't, I have to filter what I, what I watch because I feel what other people feel and I feel it so strongly in a negative way that it's not healthy for me. You know, there's I, one thing to be compassionate, but when it's, when it's empathic, it's, you're absorbing it. So yeah, you have to, point is know yourself, know what affects you and choose wisely, choose wisely. And, and it is incumbent for empaths to understand it's their responsibility mm-hmm. to put a shield up and to guard yourself and not you. I think so many people now are using the term empath and they're not to be, mm-hmm. well, I'm depressed. I can't do this now because I've been around all these people. You know, you might be the one dragging them down. Okay. Right. It's what, you know, just, or you could just be an introvert. It. You could be an introvert that gets drained, which I also am. 
And um, right. you're absolutely right. There, there. But is, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know this. Um, being the ex-cop or whatnot, when Criminal Minds came on, plus I'm a huge Mandy Patinkin fan. First two years, I was watching it and everything else. Then they started moving it later and later and closer to my bedtime. Then they felt the need to make it more real, more real, more real. Mm-hmm. And after 14 years of law enforcement mm-hmm. and my empathic abilities, because I'm letting my stuff down, mm-hmm. that was getting too real for me. You know, because even when they just hinted at something, I had seen it. Okay. So I I was going back to family screaming, yelling, understanding the hurt, the pain, or whatnot. Yeah. And and my wife loves the show, but we had to agree you gotta watch that. Yeah, it's not a go-to-bed show, or I'm gonna yeah. go back into the room play my game, whatever, and you watch a show, and that's mm-hmm. okay. But we have to be cognizant. Of what we're putting in. Definitely. All right. All right. All right. Enough. Enough. Enough of this. You two, because <laughs> because there's somebody sitting out there just going, "All right, come on, Reverend Rod, be real, be human, be understanding." I have a job I hate. I have a wife that we haven't communicated in the last ten years. I have stress beyond stress, mm-hmm. and there's not a goddamn thing that I can do about it. Okay. Wrong. Fix them. <laughs> fix them. It's true. What do they want? Do they want to be happy? Of course you want to be happy, right? Like, how do you want to feel? I think it's a choice you make. That is all true, but you have to make a choice. You have to you have to put the pause button on and go, what do I really want? Do I want to feel crappy all the time? Or do I want to feel good? And it starts with you. You can't control the job. You can't, con- unless you leave the job. But you can't control the people at the job. You can't control your spouse. You can't control what happens to you. You can only control how you approach life, how you show up. I always say to myself, how do I want to show up today? Sometimes I have to show up in, uh, you know, I, I can't be all open and warm and fuzzy, you know, where, how am I going to show up? The thing is, it's a choice. So you have to, you have to be willing to choose how you show up to the world and empathy and compassion and a little understanding go a long way. Assume innocence of the other party and you, you know, driving down the road in New Jersey, we have traffic. I could be screaming and yelling at everybody that cuts me off. Like a lot of people do, but I don't, I just take a deep breath. And I, I tell myself lies. I say he's running, he's going to the hospital to see his wife who's dying. I literally tell myself lies because I want to have empathy and compassion. And what I also do, which is a little, you know, nutty, but I literally, when I'm driving, I give good energy to everybody. I bless everybody. Like, I'm like, good, bless you. Hope you have a good day. I don't know these people, but I just put it out. I'm doing it to the whole highway, you know? Like I just, and because to me, if I give that, just like you were saying, you give out the good, it makes me feel good. So I am always saying that, you know, and you just, you have to kind of approach things the way you want to be received. If you want happiness, you've got to give a little, you want love. You got to give a little, you got to give what you want back. Exactly what you're saying, Ralph, but you've got to give it. You got to get out of your own way and give it. Otherwise you will be miserable and you know, you don't deserve it. You deserve to be happy. That's why you're here to be happy. And, and that statement at the end of that, Kevin, I can't. Therein lies the problem. You can, but you got to do something different. Yeah. Definition of insanity, doing the same thing Mm -hmm. over and over again and expecting a different result. So that's the reason divorce, making changes, counselors do something. But if you're saying, I can't, then that you're taking this mm-hmm. and you're making this your own problem totally. because you can. Mm-hmm. All right. You're not a tree. Move. Okay. You're mm-hmm. not stuck in this. You can leave. But then I have to. Yeah, but you're going to have to make 
choices. So what are you going to do different? You can't change your spouse. You can't change your kids. I guess I you can. can change your job. <laughs> you know, you can, the your job. <laughs> you, know, you can change your job. Is it scary? Yes. But for a lot of people who go, I can't, they're living in a world of fear because they're right. stuck in the programming, in the matrix, as you will, and in the hamster wheel, mm -hmm. because getting off that hamster wheel means I got to do something different. And I got to mm -hmm. take some risks. Mm -hmm. And maybe I, I, I don't I don't believe in myself enough. I had a high school or a uh, uh, boyhood friend who reached out to me after after many years. And uh, we started talking, of course, in his case, it was after several Bacardi and uh, Cokes uh, or several more Bacardi's and Cokes at the end. He would give me a call and it was and then he would start talking about he hated his job. He hated his life. He didn't like. Mm -hmm. And I and uh, and I listened to that for only so long. And then I said, well, you know, Kenny, you have the ability to change it. Mm -hmm. you, can, you have the right and the ability to change anything that you want. Mm -hmm. He stopped calling. Because mm -hmm. that wasn't what he wanted to no. hear. And you know what's important about that is to understand that's okay. You know, mm -hmm. depression, these things, it become can become very comfortable because now mm -hmm. I have an excuse to lose my temper. I've got an excuse to mm -hmm. not go to work, mm -hmm. to call out sick today, to not clean my house, mm -hmm. to not go out and play with the kids. I can sit here and watch Criminal mm -hmm. Minds all day long, over and over and over. And it becomes a very comfortable, mm -hmm. I can cry. You know, mm -hmm. we were, I was talking with my buddy Jay earlier today, and we were telling people, you know, that whole, Oh, we used to tell people when we had an actual office, we were doing insurance and mortgages. When one of the salespeople would come to work and they'd be like, oh, I broke up with my, you know, go home, leave, you know, because all you're doing is bringing that energy mm -hmm. in here. We'll pay you, go home, okay? Don't bring that energy mm -hmm. in. It sucks to be you, we understand it, but we're here for money today, okay? Mm -hmm. And I, because what happens is everybody starts coming up, oh, mm -hmm. that sucks. And we start giving comfort and rewarding mm -hmm. people that are depressed. Mm -hmm. And therefore, it becomes even easier. We even hear people, and you know this, you've heard this too, Christina. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it for you. Now I've even got people doing, yeah, we've got people doing our own work. Yeah. You know? and, Which and, doesn't and help at all. That no, does not does help. Not. That's harmful, actually. And I think people don't realize that when you enable someone, you're never giving them this, letting them learn the skills to deal with their own issues. Not that you can't be there for them, but there's a difference. Um, you know, so it's just there's there's a lot of um, just awareness that I think people, you know, need to have about themselves and choices they have. And there's a benefit to every downside. There absolutely is. Like you said, there's a benefit to every negative emotion, but it feels so much better to be happy. It feels yeah. so much better to feel good and you'll get more attention with, if you want attention, be happy and be around happy people. And it's just, it, it is voluminous. The amount of positive feeling you get and you walk away and it lasts and it, it, you pass it on to everybody you interact with everyone that interacts with you and you're feeling good. You're not, maybe they're not in a good mood, but like your energy, it does reflect on them. You know, they're going to feel that because you're going to listen, you're going to be compassionate, you're going to give a hug, or you're going to help, you know, you're going to be like a better version of you when you're feeling good. So to me that, you know, 
that feels better than being stuck somewhere because it's easy. It is easy, you know, but it's easy to be unhappy. It's easy to be happy. There's choices you make. Like they say, if they, there's a saying, if you don't pay attention to your disease, you don't pay attention to your health, you're going to have to pay attention to your disease. It's like one hand or the other, right? It's one hand or the other. Do you pay attention to your misery or you pay attention to your happiness? There are choices. If we focus, I was miserable for years, I told you. I mean, there, years and years, I was in a really bad dark place while all my thrillers worked out. But I chose, I'm gonna shift gears here. I don't wanna do that anymore. This is what I wanna do. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with thriller authors. I have lots of awesome friends that write thrillers. But for me, I used it as therapy. And I think you make a choice and you choose, instead of focusing on all that's wrong, which I can do, because there's a lot, I'm gonna focus on what I can do to be a better, uh, person to the people in my life and to show up in life, enjoy my life. This is what I got and I'm going to live it. You're pretty, you're pretty awesome. I got to tell you. I don't know. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to survive, right? Survive and thrive. And you know, if I help anybody along the way, that's, that's <laughs> why I'm here. I feel like this is, this is my gift is to share my experiences and what I've learned and my education. I want to share with the world. Anything I learned from school, I'm willing to share it. You know, if it can help somebody, um, that's always been something that's been important to me. I go ahead, Rob. And then I got no, a question I was, to ask you. Yeah, no, I was just going to say because one thing people need to be aware of: you're like, why are they down all the time? Crying feels good when you're when you're cathartic. It releases so it, negative emotion, you know, negative energy. So that's why sometimes yeah. people feel so good after a cry. They're subconscious of going, "I think I'll just stay here," mm -hmm. because. I have all these wonderful thoughts, wonderful memories, blah. but it's like it said, at some point you have to say, I'm not honoring this person's memory, even in grief. I'm not honoring what they would want me to do. Okay. And we have to move on. You know, I, I see a funny, did you see Bruce there about, uh, I told you about the hamster wheel thing, drinking game, tarot with an attitude, <laughs> drinking game. Whenever Rob says hamster it. wheel. We have to take a drink. We are not drunk near as much now as we were. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that saying. I say that a lot. I say hamster yeah. wheel a lot. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey guys, what's happening? Bangerang, you know. Indeed, indeed. And, by the by the way, Christina, I got to ask you a question. I I don't know if you have your calendar in front of you, but I also do a show on KKNW eleven fifty AM. I would love to feature you next Wednesday at four o'clock if you are available. I'm That's specific time, and that is seven o'clock your time. That should work. I would I love don't to do anything at night, so it's perfect. <laughs> Except you have a child. You, yep, you... it's bedtime. Bedtime's like eight, so <laughs> perfect. So I will I will get together because so everybody that's listening, you can go and to, to KKNW next Wednesday at four o'clock Pacific time, seven o'clock Eastern time and listen to uh, more of our conversation because she is, and Re Reverend Rob will be there as well. He is he's hanging around all the time. Can't get rid of him. I don't know why. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he, he, he's great. Reverend, he, he's great. And, and you you were great. And, and I, I did have to ask you, though. You are so animated and so alive. Does your husband ever say, honey, just calm down? Oh, my gosh, all the time. Yes, of course. Yeah, he knows. I'm like, I'm always, I'm running around doing a million things. I don't sit. I, mean, I don't sit at all. But, no, I do. I find the quiet times. Um, like I said, on the weekends, I'm like, I, I don't move. I'm just like, Ugh, I just need to relax. I just need to relax. But I'm glad you take the time. There's balance. I'm a Gemini. So there has to be balance, right? 
<laughs> Twins. Exactly. Uh, Christina, before we go, is there anything else you'd like to tell our audience before we, and just anything at all that you'd like to let them know? You know, I, no matter how hard things get and they will get hard because that's life. Remember, you can choose yourself. You can choose happiness and just, you know, focus in on that and what you can do. And there's lots of resources out there. I mean, my book for sure, but absolutely anything and anyone that brings you joy, connect with them because you deserve to be happy. And, um, you know, I think that's something that we all need to be focusing on right now. Get away from the TV and go for a walk. <laughs> absolutely. And Reverend Rob, would you do you have your cards available, sir? Yeah, absolutely. Never leave home without them. What's going I on? Know. I got a question for you. Does okay. five happy choices get on the New York Times bestseller list? Does five happy times get on the New York Times bestseller list? Five you know what I'm going to do here? Uh, let's do this. We're going to go right to our pendulum. I'm going to use the pendulum today instead. All right, I'm going to ask that love, light, and only energy of white and good for us be allowed to use the pendulum. Pendulum, do not acknowledge anything that's not of the light. I'm going to ask you today, will you work with me? Yes, so we're going to get working now. So, is this lovely lady's book, what's the name of it again? Five Happy Choices, The Simple Way to a Happier Life. When did it come out, by the way? It It came out February 1st. So it's just out now, Reverend Rob. Let's see if we can figure out how well it's going to do. Can you can you come up okay. with something like that? I will if you'll hush. I was fixing. I'm trying to channel energy. <laughs> Stop it. How much coffee did you have today? I'm not done yet. I that's <laughs> all right. Will five happy choices hit the New York Times bestseller list? Sorry, I'm being told no. Aww, you know, it's not, but it doesn't time. mean it's not going to be <laughs> successful. Now, I'm going to tell you what I tell everybody else. That's the way things are laying right now. Okay. As you go on, you move forward, you you mm-hmm. become more known, things like that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean things can't change. Of course. And, and you, I believe they what, can. And, and that's what I believe here is that something you're going to need to do will shift that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And go, you know, to take it from there. You know, what does Christina, you know, need to shift to get this book, uh, you know, to the uh, New York Times bestseller list? One of the first thing I have is, you know, Princess of Pentacles. This is talking about have fun. Get, you know, be like a kid. Push mm. it. Don't be afraid, okay, to mm. push your book. Push your book. Yeah, push, push I'm bad at that. Book. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, and, you know, so don't Thank worry you. about it. Go with the flow of energy. Go with the flow. And I, I'm don't. saying that all week. I'm saying go with the flow. It's the law of resistance. We don't want that, right? We want go. With yes. The flow. I believe exactly. whatever's meant to be will be. And I believe that what uh, my job is to put it out there and what it does, it does. And I've done my job. You know, absolutely. I believe that. I believe in the good. It's whatever will be, will be. I'm happy that I was able to write it. I'm happy it's out there. I'm proud of it. And that's, and that feels good. And that's, you know, that's all that matters to me is that I did my job and I wrote the book. Good job. Thank you. And it will be a, it will be, you know, the coolest thing and the, the, the more important thing as to, as to whether or not it gets on any bestseller list or not, but it's going to land in somebody's hands. 
mm-hmm. who's going to need the message and it's going to hit them at the exactly right I time. So. I hope and, so. And when it hits them at the right time, there's going to be people. And this is, this is something that, that all three of us need to be aware of. We are going to reach people that we have no idea who they are. That, and I it's going to that. be an important discussion that we're going to have that they're going to have and it's going to change people's lives i hope so in a positive way i hope it helps people feel good um and i did i mean the, the coolest thing when this first came out it was a number one bestseller um a number one new release in applied psychology and i thought that was cool but the best thing that happened to me was a friend my neighbor had somebody there taking care of their mom and the nurse was traveling across country um, she was going back. She she heard she was done with her job there and she was going back across the country to where she lives. And she knocked on my door and she had a card and a orchid. And she said, I don't know this woman from Adam. And she said, I read your book and it cha- it helped me tremendously. And I just wanted to thank you. And she brought me an orchid and a, and a, and a thank you card. And I was like, you don't have to do that. Like I wrote it for you. I wrote it to help. I'm not looking for anything in return, but she was like so grateful for this book. And that, you know, that's the kind of thing that made me feel good. It wasn't about the gift or anything. It was about that somebody, it affected somebody in a positive way. And that's all I really want. Just affecting people in positive ways. You have already succeeded then. That's right. See, I'm successful already. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You got to feel good about it and you got to, you got to feel good. Yes, indeed. That, 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 and, and enjoy life. It's, it's a, it's a short time that we're here mm-hmm. and we've got to just enjoy life and have fun. Rob, something else. Nope. Good to talk to you. Wish you all the best. Thank you. Bangerang. Set Thank you. Bangerang. I love it. Make it happen. Thank you. And we will see you. I will see you and Rob will see you Wednesday. I'll confirm that via email. Okay. Perfect. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. You guys are amazing. Your energy is amazing. And I'm so grateful to have connected with you and to be on your show. And I, you're one of those people, just so you know, that I would love for you to be uh, a recurring guest. I'm happy Uh, to come back anytime. I'm here. You, you are, you're very special. I'm happy to be here. Anything I can do. Absolutely. 100%. Awesome. Thank you. And uh, Deborah says, thank you, Christine. Another Aww. great conversation for the books. And thank yes, you. Thank so, you so much. You can hit the little red button because Anastasia McIntosh is awesome. joining us next. So th- thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye, guys. Have a great day. You too. And Reverend Rob, before we bring Anastasia in, we we got some uh, housekeeping things that we need to take care of. Yeah. First thing I want to do is remind everybody, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, ring the bell so you can find out what's going on. That's how you support us. And make sure when you're done today, you share the link. That's what we need most off. There's also, if we're speaking to your heart, if you're enjoying these Over on PositiveTalkRadio.net, there is a donation button. You can pop in there and drop something in. It will help. I have a donation button. It's not in the link, but a lot of you know where to go find it in some of my other videos, okay? That's one of the things we've got. You know, Kevin, I got some classes coming up. One uh, tomorrow. Uh, So, uh, I mean, Saturday. Saturday at 4 o'clock, um, I have a Tarot Simplified 2. That's 4 p.m. Eastern. You want to check that out? You go sign up for the class, and then we will send everybody that signs up a different link. And I'm going to bring everybody on Zoom, and we're going to be working with the cards 
firsthand on camera so everybody can see it. Check that out. Ascendedmasters.store. Go look it up. Hit the catalog, live events, tarot with an attitude, the big ugly, the bangerang man, Reverend Rob, love to have as many people there as we can. That would be a ball. And and by the way, sir, since you look like me, you're not allowed to say the big ugly. So stop it. <laughs> Just something I've used my whole life. I know, but remember what you put out is what you get back. Yeah, so and look what I got back. You know? <laughs> And so I, I, I got you for a, for a doppelganger. I'm your sounding board now. There so, we go. Okay. And uh, and I and I also would like to in, invite everybody that uh, Positive Talk Radio. Not only are we doing KK and W um, uh, three days a week, but we are moving to uh, uh, YouTube live with call in potential. If you want to call in. Uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays will be on both Tarot with an Attitude and Positive Talk Radio on YouTube and some Facebook channels as well, but primarily those two on YouTube, and that's going to be a two-hour show, and it's going to be just like these with guests and peoples and all kinds of great information and, and stuff, and that's Monday from four, from 2 to 4 Pacific time, and that's five to seven um, Eastern time because Rob has to stay up a little bit later. I get to go to bed at five o'clock. <laughs> and uh, and so we would invite you to make that part of your daily schedule and tell your friends about that. It's all gonna, it's all positive. It's it's great stuff. So I'm looking. We're looking forward to doing that. That starts on the 11th. And please book a session, tarotwithanattitude.com. I'd love to, to work with people. I can go into a lot more detail. If you have a question while we're on here, call in with it. It's okay. I'd love to do some, some readings live with somebody on the phone. That would be great. But there's gift certificates and everything else there. So that would help me out. And Kevin, you can go to his site and buy him a cup of coffee. And Fairly soon, we're going to merge this all under one thing, so it won't be go here, go there, or whatnot. We're going to figure that out, okay? But, uh, you know, buy Kevin a cup of coffee. That would be very nice, because I always could use some coffee. And uh, but So to just do that and, and, uh, and support. Please, I, I, I have to make one heartfelt thing. In 2003, I did Positive Talk Radio for 11 months. I had to cancel the program because I ran out of money and it wasn't supporting itself. Don't let that happen again uh, because we need your help. This program is vital. And I've, I recently found out uh, Reverend Rob that there were people in Washington that uh, remember that show from 18 years ago. And it was, and they were actually having a conversation about how impactful it was. So it's necessary. And with the addition of Rob, uh, Reverend Rob, we can do we can do a lot more. And Anastasia is sitting there patiently waiting. She is such a dear. So we we should uh, probably bring her on um, and and talk to Anastasia. How are you, young lady? I'm good. How are you? Oh, good. I'm glad that the audio and the video are are working just perfectly. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes. By the way, this is this is Reverend Rob Lee. He's got tarot with an attitude, and he's generally speaking has an attitude. So, um, <laughs> yeah, perfect. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. So, so how are you, ma'am? I'm uh, I'm doing pretty good. 
Um, I was in a car accident on Monday, and I have a concussion. But other than that, I'm I'm doing okay. Oh no! Wow. Are you okay? Um, yeah, I think so. It was um, I was driving in the left lane, and a guy in the right lane on the highway lost control and t-boned me into the median. So I have I do have a concussion, but I'm luckily okay. I don't know if my car is, but I'm okay, and that's all that matters. Well, if if your car got T-boned, I'm got it's probably not doing. Hopefully, it's hopefully you're doing much better than your car. I must say. I I, I think I am. It it doesn't look too good. Uh, I'm I'm so sorry. I mean, it's those... okay. Stuff happens, uh, and we both walked away, so it's we're okay. There you go. Everything else, it, it'll be aggravating, you know, in today's world or whatnot. But it's it's not near as aggravating as uh, hospital or funeral expenses. That's you know, right. so uh, you know, yeah, good things happen in there. Okay. Well, and I got to tell you that Reverend Rob, every guest that we have is right up your alley here. Uh, <laughs> Reverend Rob was a, uh, a, a policeman for fourteen years. And you hold a diploma in police foundations and a bachelor of community in criminal justice with distinction. That's yes, that, I do. which is pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you. What does all that, that mean? Is cool. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, does so, it all mean? Yeah. yeah. So what he, he's saying? Tell us about your education. Tell us about you. So my education, uh, two-year police foundations diploma, I uh, decided I did not want to be a police officer. I wanted to work in a what I thought was a more controlled environment, so I chose uh, corrections. So after police foundations, yeah. I, got, I got a degree in um, criminal justice or criminology, whatever you want to call it, uh, and I ended up getting a job at a youth young person jail. Okay. That that can be a very very hard age, and, yes. and it can be heartbreaking and a rough thing to deal with, you know. Yes, both. <laughs> yeah, I work through uh, Devereaux, which is a national thing, for just about six months with um, the adolescent boys, and oh yeah, no, no it wasn't <laughs> my calling, well, especially not the way they were working it. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, wow. So God love you for doing that. How did that work out for you? Well, I've been doing it for 10 years. So I guess so far so good. Uh, you have your good days and your bad, but for me, mostly good days. So that's why I've been in it for 10 years. Gotcha. Well, at least you like it. That, and we need people that like it, you know? Yeah. So that's, you know, that, that's what I'm seeing. You know, I'm Indigo. I'm sitting here pulling cards on this young lady right now. As we go, we'll go into it more. I'm going to lay some out and see, and see what a prognosis, where we're going, what the suggestions are. But uh, yeah, the, the Bangarang tribe's wishing you love. You probably will feel a tingling at some point because I know a group of them are going to be doing Reiki on you from a distance. So if that's okay. So yeah. I would, you know, I want to make sure before everybody jumps in and starts going, Oh, you know, so uh, if, if your headache gets a little worse for a bit, that might be it. Let it calm down and then it should go the other way. So okay. uh, I, 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 I know my peoples. All right. So Anastasia, we need your permission before we do any of that stuff. So is that okay with you? For tarot cards? 
and also for energy healing from uh, the people that are listening. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I, I actually do tarot cards every day. Oh, you do? For you. Oh, so I go, we can. Yeah, I go to horoscope.com, um, free tarot readings. Yeah, I, I love that stuff. Okay. Well, <laughs> well you're going to have to join me on tarot with an attitude. We have a <laughs> morning show Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Of course, where are you at in this country or in this world? Where are you located? I'm in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Okay. Now, that's Canada. Point me left or right, because that doesn't tell me a thing. Uh, geography was not my deal. It's about new, due north of where you are. Just keep on going for about 2,000 miles, and you'll run into it. He's okay, so maybe she's on my time zone. 10 a.m. Eastern. All right? That's what we know. So I'd love to have yeah. you there. You know? I think we're in the same time zone, yeah. Okay. So it'd be, it'd be good to see you. Yeah. Chase the girl. Chase the girl. What's it about? Don't tell the ending. I'm one of those that can. Kevin, are you somebody that likes to know the ending before you get into it? Or are you one of those that, no, don't tell me the ending? No, don't tell me the ending. I yeah. always want to know the ending. See? Me too. I want to know if I'm going to waste two hours of my time and walk out of the theater or at the end of the book pissed off that's yeah so you know what the the biggest problem that i have these days rob is that i will watch a movie and i will watch the first half of it and i'll say i've seen this before but i never get to see (laughs) the last half because i fall asleep in my chair (laughs) (laughs) oh that's that's what happens when you got old you know so uh... well actually i was doing that when i was younger too i just (laughs) when you stop and stuff so but it but it makes sense because i can buy a, a dvd and i can watch it three or four times and never get to the ending <laughs> uh, oh goodness so anastasia tell us about chase the girl okay so it's an erotic and compelling tale about a strong female-led character named alexia who wakes up on the floor of her grand home embedded with a knife because she doesn't know how the knife got there Um, She tries to find out through sex therapy, deep passion, and the courage to pursue her world. She sets out on a a path of self-discovery to find the truth of her world, essentially. Wow. What what a (laughs) plot line there. You know, sex and knives just never worked for me. (laughs) There was was not a call for that, you know. So uh, God, God love this girl, you know. So what about you, Kevin? Any uh, knives or uh, needles or pens or clamps or? Uh, no, no, I, 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 it's, it's, never mind. I'm not going to go there. But uh, I, I have friends that do. I don't knock it. It just, I, yeah, no, 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 no. Nay, nay, Fluffy. Yeah, no, no. So, you're not coming at me with that. So Anastasia, this this is not an autobiography. This is this is a fiction, correct? Yeah. So it's it's about twenty five percent real and about seventy five percent my imagination and things I came across. Wow. Very good. But the erotic part, you've got you've got some of the ladies going. Well, let's see, what's the name of that book again? <laughs> Chase the girl. I think I should go get that. Yes. Um, <laughs> So what made you think of it? What, what, what brought it to you to, to life? So I wrote it 10 years ago. Um, and 
I just had flooding thoughts come to the forefront and I just wrote them all down. Um, and what inspired me to culminate all those thoughts into a book was a businessman who knew my strengths, knew my weaknesses, knew I liked writing and said, you should make that a story and, and write a book. So I did. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot of people, you know, the, the old adage is everybody's got one book in them. Okay. For sure. The problem is everybody ain't got the patience, the wherewithal, or whatnot <laughs> to put it on paper. So God love you. Congratulations. You've done something many human beings will not do, especially a real book, not just an <laughs> ebook that's 10 pages. You know, right. oh, I'm an author. Well, 10 pages. Yeah. Uh, I had spelling lists in seventh grade that were that long. So I yeah. don't know if that that constitutes an author or not. So, uh, well, I, uh, my, my book is 18 chapters and about 327 pages. So it's a bit longer than 10. Uh, yes, it is. Wow. Yes. So now you said you wrote it 10 years ago. How long did it sit on the shelf before you had it published? About nine years. I, um, <laughs> I wrote it 10 years ago and I was 25, 26 years old. And I was actually, my main goal in life was to start a life for myself get a job after I finished school, you know, move out of my dad's house, all those things. Right. So I spent the last, I would say those nine years developing a life for myself. Um, and then it wasn't until my, my current partner said you should actually publish that. And that was around, I think a year ago, January 28th, uh, 2021. Um, I actually got it published and, um, so far so good. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know what? So what do you think made you hold on to it? I think I know the answer, but I, I, I want to hear you. <laughs> You've done, you had already done the hard work. Yeah. What? Why put it on the shelf? Um. So again, I put it on the shelf basically because my partner currently was like, you should get that out into the world. You should definitely publish that. So I did. And prior to that, like I said, I was, I was just trying to get my life started. I had just graduated from seven years of school and wanted to actually start a life and move out of my parents' house. So that was more of my priority versus publishing the book. Okay. So, so you were just really just starting your life out because, because, you know, I, I, my parents kicked me out when I was 19, but had I, they not done that and I would have wanted to have gotten out on my own anyway. And so you, yeah. you, you tend to put things behind uh, to, to the side until the timing is, is better and right. But it sounds like the book is timeless in that because it's a, it's a, um, erotica, a, a novel kind of thing that it, it will hold up really well. Has it held up well? So far, so good. <laughs> um, I've gotten good reviews online. I've had a bad review online. Um, most people tend to like it, and most people have suggested uh, making it into a movie. And I currently have a few producers interested in making it a movie. So working on that right now. <laughs> That's cool. That, That's that cool. Is, that yeah. Hey, Rob, would you like to uh, uh, pull some cards about that? Yeah, sure. 
Let's see what's going on. What I see it also, I was pulling some cards about what's going on from the accident, things like that. It's going to take some time. You're going to want to get started. You're not going to want to rest. Would this all make sense to you? That yes. not following the doctor's complete orders is not <laughs> something you generally like to do. You're too active or whatnot, but it's saying you need to rest. Okay. Make sure you do that because it will just go on, but everything's going to come out fine. Somebody that you're very connected to is going to be very supportive of you in your, in your healing or whatnot. Um, so, uh, and I mean that that's a deep connection and that's where I saw also that honor, honor them if they're helping you by not getting up and trying to push it too soon because they're just worried about you. Does that make sense? Any of that makes sense? Oh, that all made sense. <laughs> to the ephemeral realm, like that totally made sense. Everything lined up perfectly. Yeah, I yeah, I don't want to rest. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to sit and I like to do stuff and be active for sure. That's one hundred percent me. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Now, Kevin, what do you want me to read about? What were you asking me to read about this time? I well, stopped dealing because I didn't. I lost complete focus her she has uh um obviously written the book and right. there are people that are wanting to talk to her about making it into a movie and i assume that there's a screenplay that's going to be coming and that's going to be starting to circulate in around and and it would be interesting to know maybe it is is it or is it not well you can't really say that because you don't really know but i don't know how to phrase the question how successful will that endeavor be and will it be something that she can count that that'll that'll work for her? it's actually up in the air there's not a solid yes or no right now but the the center key point is perspective it's going to have to be somebody that she feels comfortable with and she knows what's happening that's what i see once you find that connection then you'll go from there you're not just going to take the first offer that comes up because this was kind of your baby okay and you're not going to let somebody turn it around, turn it into something it's not or whatnot. So once you find the right producer, the right thing, and every, all the I's are dotted, the T's are crossed, then you'll flip it around. So there's some questions out there, and it's about what you want to know about their intention, what it is, where you're covered, and protection. I'm seeing balance. I'm seeing some conflict here around it. I'm also seeing, uh, you know... Being careful not to get complacent. Oh, I'm going to be rich or this is, you know, just because this guy's done five movies doesn't mean they'll treat you right. I am seeing the 10 of wands, which means you got to be, have to be some of the stuff you're going to have to talk to somebody and let it, let some stuff go. You know, so it, it is, it's all about your perspective. So be aware, be alert and see what's going to happen as this comes on. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it could go either way because yeah. eventually it's going to be her choice of whether she likes what she sees or hears. And it's unclear as to whether she's going to like that yet or not. So it's her perspective. Yeah. It's your baby. You it came out out of your um your head right there. That is uh how you feeling, by the way. Are you are you feeling okay? I worry about you. Um I have pressure and pain in like the middle front of my forehead right here 
Um, but my back pain already went away. So I, I just have a concussion and I think I'll get through that. I've had quite a few. So it's just about getting through it. I, the car accident was Monday at 8.30 p.m. So I've had a few days so far. And I, I feel better than yesterday. Awesome. Good. Are you staying home from work? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because again, too much up and down, moving around, things like it, it's time to just chill. And you know, a lot of people like like Anastasia that are very active, very mobile. I have to remind them. My son was the same way, and it wound up costing him in the long run because he the dot he would he was a huge soccer player. He was one of the studs in this area. Yeah. He was on two or three different teams, and the doctor would say, "Okay, you need to let that ankle rest for five to six weeks." Two weeks in, he's like, "Nope, I'm up." Yeah. Then he joins the Air Force. Okay. Gets into special forces with the Air Force doing uh, TACP or whatnot, dropping the laser on target. So he's with this whole team behind the lines. And he gets a stress fracture in his hip from an old one that never healed properly. And so it changed his whole career. So that, oh, I got to go, I got to go. It can be very costly in the end, you know? So, uh, and it made him miserable because he had to shift his job and everything else and he didn't like it, so now he's looking to get out of the military, you know? Oh, dear, especially, yeah. the, especially the concussions. You have to be very careful. Yes. Yes. Very careful. I I, I was lucky. I, I have never had a concussion, even though I got knocked out in a boxing ring and I played football for a long time and, and all that. It, it, apparently, it's because I don't have a brain in my head. No, you you got to have a brain that that will that will that will <laughs> bounce against your skull. If you don't have that, then you're okay. So I'm I worked out fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and and what I'm seeing here as far as your concussion concussion too is definitely light at the end of the tunnel. You're going to be moving out of it. It's it's funny that's in uh, six of Michael, which is all about the front part, the conscious, all of that kind of stuff of your brain. The world is here. You got it. You got time. You're young. Let things heal. Everything's going to be okay and turn out fine. And the four of Gabriel is here about your 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 passions, your desires, talking about uh, you know it. There'll be a celebration at the end of this. So uh, you got T Bone. There might be a little something to celebrate down the road about. So uh, this is this is I I know it's like well I wish it hadn't happened, but uh, two words: good attorney. Okay, so yeah. Perfect. And did the other, and I I really hope the other person had insurance, right? They did, yes. Good. Aha. Uh -huh. That yeah. uh, and I and want to amplify that. Good attorney. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and and despite what happens, especially with the concussion, I will remind people and as a law enforcement officer and spending about a year or two of that as a traffic homicide investigator, these things can pop up weeks, months, a year down the road. So don't take it lightly. You know, a lot of people do that. So, and I'll get off that horse. That's not, that didn't really sound like positive talk radio, but I'm telling you, <laughs> take care of yourself. You know, go ahead. No, I was going to say, but sometimes that's all we got, you yeah. know? So uh, don't be afraid. Well, in, 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 a, in an abstract sense, that is positive talk because you're giving her positive, positive actions on a better way of operating rather than, than allowing the insurance company ads and not that they would because insurance <laughs> companies really are nice people, 
But what oh yeah, they they're always your friend, <laughs> and they're always looking out after your best interest. And so they might come to you and say, you know, Anastasia, uh, we're sorry that this happened to you, and we'd like to give you this. And your response would be, great, I'll forward it to my attorney. Thank you. And then, <laughs> because the, that you need somebody who's going to be standing with you in your corner uh, for your best interest, because uh, that's that's what that's what you need to do. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I had um, a witness actually witness the whole thing, drove past us, got off at the exit and walked all the way back to tell the police officer that I was not at fault in any way, shape or form. Um, and I'm actually grateful for him for doing that because otherwise it would have been my word against this other person. So very cool. See, there's still human beings out there. There's still <laughs> people that say I can do the right thing or whatnot. Hey, there's a guy in the audience, Michael Schmidt. He just said, Rob's got a twin. You know? yes. <laughs> but Michael, my brother, bangerang, welcome in. Glad to see you here. You know, <laughs> and that's funny, Deborah. Don't 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 encourage Michael and don't encourage Kevin. Okay. <laughs> that, that's right. Besides. I'm older than him, so he looks like me. I don't look like him. I'm sorry, Kevin. <laughs> because when when he says that he's the big ugly, then that means that we're both the big ugly, and that's that's just not acceptable. We're just not going to take that. I'll so, go with that. I'll go with that. So, Anastasia, are you are you writing another book? Are you do you have another one coming? Do you think? Yes, I'm writing Chase Girl number two. I'm hoping to make it a three book series. Um, I have no idea what the third book's going to be about yet, but I'm about a hundred pages into Chase the Girl two. Cool. Wow. Cool. <laughs> Do you have a target date? I would hope in the next twelve months that it would be done, published, all that ready. When you do that, you need to come back on my show or our show so that we can talk more about that. Would you do that? 100%, yes. Anastasia, what do you do? So I've been toying with a book. I did one of those 19 pagers on, <laughs> you know, I still haven't even put it up yet. What <laughs> is uh, somebody that knows they've got a good book in them and they know it? What's your first advice to them? How do they get started? What do they do? You know, what would you tell them? So the steps that I would advise are edit the book. So whether you hire someone or a friend does it, it needs to be edited. Then I would suggest sending it to a publisher, getting them to publish it. If you don't decide to do that and you self-publish, um, in both respects, you need to hire a public relations firm or a marketing firm to get it out into uh, the social media world. And I think that those steps will make that book come out. Okay. So, but what I'm saying is somebody that hasn't even put pen to paper yet. What is a driver to say, do it? Um, I think the motivation behind it for me was I just, I really wanted to entertain people. I wanted to allow them an opportunity to escape their world. Um, and the drive of other people really got me to put it out there. At the same time, I've always been driven and ambitious. So I had my own goals and timelines that I had to meet. There's no boss above me, 
like telling me when and how to do things. I just did them on my own and made sure I made those deadlines. Um, because I feel if you're truly passionate about something and want it out there, you just, you got to do what you do to get it out there. Um, at the same time in university, I had this professor that said something that resonated with me uh, until this day. And he said that if you write one page a day, you'll have 365 pages in a year. And that always stuck with me because writing one page a day is not hard. Writing 365 is hard. But if you can chunk it and reduce it and reduce the stress on your body, you'll be able to write something for sure. That's, you know, that 365, a page a day, that that's huge. Because again, like you said, how many people are going to stop at the first page? So you keep saying, I'll go. And then so the, everything starts flowing. You wind up with two in six months, you got 365, <laughs> you know, and there's going to be days you want to write three or four. You're just in the flow. So that's kind of, I never thought about it that way. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a really good way of looking at it too. Cause now when you write a page a day, can you remember tomorrow what you wrote two days ago? I can remember the next day what I wrote, but if it was like three months later or something, I'd have to reread it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Now, do you? So do, staying with it is going to be important. Yes. Keep once you start that, keep going. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you Sorry, have? A, that, no, that's all right. I was just kind of curious. Do you have a game plan of what the book is going to be, or do you? Does it write itself as you go? For me, mine wrote itself as I went. Um, I just had flooding thoughts that I was like, oh, I should write that down. And eventually I just had a book. There was no like synopsis that I was like, okay, I got to write around this topic. It kind of just flowed out. Um, but I'm sure there's people that might have an idea that they want to brainstorm around and, and create something from the idea. And, and gotcha. by the way, we're we're talking to Anastasia uh, McIntosh, who wrote the book, Chase the Girl. I'm curious to know, as you were writing the book and putting it down, at what point when you started, when you put the knife in her chest, did that, <laughs> was that a an, an spontaneous thing or were you planning that for a period of time? It was spontaneous. It just, I was like, oh, I should probably write about that. So I just wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow okay you know yeah. and that what a thought you know <laughs> so when you think your life is going bad you, yeah. know? <laughs> you yeah. know especially when she couldn't remember exactly how or why this knife ended up in her chest yeah she basically wakes up on the floor in like a pool of blood with a knife in her and she's just like i don't know how this happened and it goes from there. You know, I had a night like that. It was in high school and it was, but no, that's another story. So. I've never had a night with a knife in my chest. You know, I've had some doozies. Okay. And, and, and woke up. My, my problem is I never get drunk to the point where I can't remember. So I remember the crap I did. Yeah. You know, so it's like, Oh crap. I can't believe you did that. You know, uh, you know, so, uh, yeah, no, uh, go to school the next day and everybody's like, dude, <laughs> we can't wow. believe you did that. Yeah. 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 You know, so, yeah, yeah. Different things. Well, you, you, you're, you're wonderful to talk to Anastasia. You're, you're a lot of fun. And you guys are too. 
Last and I know that you and <laughs> you and Rob and being in law enforcement and and working with the kids. I'm, I'm glad you're working because you, you seem to be a very nice person to be working with uh, <laughs> adolescent people that are just happen to be in jail. Yep. I mean, they have their good days and bad, but for the most part, they're a population that can forget they're in jail. They they can go back to that childlike manner and, you know, they're playing ping pong and they just totally forget they're in jail. So they are uh really good to work with um overall well that's awesome that's awesome <laughs> rob yeah no thank you because it takes a special person to do that work so from a law enforcement officer ex-law enforcement officer to a current one number one corrections was never in my gig and number two <laughs> that you're doing that with children Thank you. We need those kind of people. So it, it, I appreciate, you know, we're always telling military people, appreciate your service, appreciate your service. That is an overlooked service. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Now in Canada, you guys are a lot more enlightened than we are down here. So you can't have very many people that are in, in the jail with you. Cause they said, cause it seems to me, everybody that I've met that is from Canada is very nice and is, ve and is very, do, do, does Canada have a problem with uh, teenagers and acting out and stuff like that? I don't know if it's a problem, but there's quite a population that do end up in the youth criminal justice system. Uh, we have different measures before they get to jail. Um, but if they end up in jail, they've, they've gone through all the measures before that and it has failed them. And, and then they end up where I am. So we do have a population. Yes. <laughs> That's too bad. Yeah. That's too bad. Cause, cause it's, it's tough for kids. It's tough for kids. It definitely is. Yes. Yeah. But you try and I always tell them, make the best out of where you are because it's going to end. You're not going to be here forever and you'll get out at some point. You just have to work through it while you're here. And at some point you're going to get out. So just keep, keep looking at it that way. And Absolutely. I, yeah. <laughs> and they have a lot of programs for kids to try and help them uh, not repeat. Right. Yes. Lots. That's, that's good. So they can tap yeah. into some of that. <laughs> That's not, so, uh, and you know, because of your concussion and everything, you've been, you've been a jewel to be here, uh, but we're going to, we're going to let you go now so that you can get some rest. Is that, would that be all right? Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> Tell them where to find your book real quick. Uh, you can find my book, uh, online pretty much anywhere. If you type in chase the girl and my name, Anastasia McKintish, um, you can find it on Amazon UK, Amazon US, um, Book Depository, Pegasus Publishers, pretty much anywhere, really. It's just, it's okay. all. As, as usual, I massacred her last name of the pronunciation. <laughs> See, to me, that says Macintosh. Yeah. But, but you pronounced it, how do you pronounce it again? McIntosh. <laughs> You know, Kevin, normally I'm all over you. I would have gone with you on that one, too. So, sorry, you know, but again, that's some of our, maybe that's the Western thinking, or, well, you're Western, too, so whatever. I can't <laughs> rationalize that one, but it's that whole, you know, is it, let me ask you this, is that a dialect thing because we're not familiar with Canada, or is that a, why McKintish? I like it. <laughs> Uh, it just is that way. I think that, um, 
it's I don't think it's a like a US Canada thing. I think there's ways of pronouncing it Macintosh, McIntosh. I don't know. I think there's just multiple ways. Okay. So it just is what it is. All it right, is good deal. <laughs> and it was awesome to meet you. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, awesome to meet you guys too. Thank you for having me. Get some rest, and the book is going to do very well. Go get Chase the Girl um, by um, Anastasia. I'm not going to say your last name. Anastasia. <laughs> Mc- I will. Uh, yeah, go Anastasia ahead. Anastasia McIntosh. Okay. Hey, I did all right. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> that, was a, that was a fine way to say McIntish. I must see. Hi, 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 hi. So thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Anastasia. And uh, have yourself a wonderful day. Thanks. And you guys too. Go ahead and hit that red button and you get to leave the studio <laughs> and have a nice trip home. Thanks. You too. See ya. Bye. All she right. Was delightful. She was delightful. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. So, but man, those concussions, that, that, that can be a rough thing to get over. One day we'll have to talk about concussions because there's a whole thing going on with soccer and sports and kids sports. We might want to touch on. So you and I will talk about that afterwards and see what's got, or we find a specialist or somebody else. So, uh, well, you know. it's, it, it is, I've known, you know, well, in this day and age with, with the way modern helmets are built and that kind of stuff, it's different. I, I, you know, I was almost in the, in the time playing football when they had the same face mask for everybody. And there yeah. was no, there were no shields and there was no air. Um, cause now they've got the air helmets and that kind of stuff We it, it, it was, you know, but we didn't have, there was no such thing as concussions back then. It was, yeah. Like, and no, you got a headache. You got your bell rung. You know? That's it. How <laughs> yeah, many fingers am I holding up? Yeah. Okay. Go back in there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, so but, and some of this that? now with the way soccer has become so big in the U S okay. And they don't wear helmets and it has been recommended 14 and under should be playing with the helmet because of the elevation of soccer, they're seeing an elevation in uh, uh, concussions in kids 14 and under. And, but that's not part of the game. But isn't isn't that because of the headers? Uh, They should outlaw the header is what they should do. Then you take away half of soccer. And and that's the whole thing. Well, but it's part of the sport. You know, there are certain things, you know, that we do that it's like, okay, and at least they said 14 and under at this age, let's protect our children. Okay. And then they can make these bigger decisions, you know, and, th- and that was what's, you know, what's going on, you know? So like I said, I can get off on that one, having had a son that played huge um, and, and, and watching kids smash their head into the goalposts, do different things or whatnot, you know? So uh, that's one of those things. So anyway, and, and Michael, Michael- Michael's right when when we just didn't look at it that way there wasn't well you know my high school football team we had 50 kids we did not have a trainer it we did not have any there nowadays you've got um with with football that it's being done in high school now you've got a trainer and you've also got a medical person there at most practices and certainly at the games we had none of that just you no know, put some dirt on it and you'll be fine um, yeah and, and stuff so it was it was a different time back then but uh um and we didn't even get water during a practice uh no. now, <laughs> now, 
you know. And in Florida, believe it or not, we used to play in very swampy places. Okay, yeah. and uh, you you would be out on the field and you would smell the waft of mosquito repellents coming from the parents. You know, and we're all out there. You come walking off the field. Your mom's like, "Oh, you're bleeding! It's mosquitoes, my light." You know, forget it. Now in Florida, they're actually looking at what is the density of the mosquitoes during this game, and they will move them. We had a mosquito problem here several years back, and they moved the games so they weren't playing night games to keep the mosquitoes from being a problem. Oh, that's that's lovely. I'm glad you live there and I don't. Welcome uh, to Florida, baby. These days, JB needs a brain bucket just to walk across the room. I have no <laughs> idea what that means. You'll have to explain, Reverend Rob. <laughs> he's just saying, he's talking about we're trying to take care of everybody. You know, Michael, if I got that right, let me know that everybody, you know, we're a little overprotective. But there are some things maybe we should be, and there's some things, no, yeah, time to toughen up, time to do whatever. So, uh, hey, folks, call in, 206-408-1395. Yes, you're on YouTube, and yes, you can still actually make a phone call. So if anybody wants a reading or kind of slack, give me a call. I'll do a reading, you know? Yeah, we got, we got 20 minutes or so left in the show. So, yeah, give us a call. You can test out our 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 technology to make sure. Yeah, if you got it. If you got a topic, if you got something you want to bring up, if you just want to say hi, give us a buzz and let us know what's going on with you and your life. Like Kevin Meacha, he's just learning some of the tribe now. And there's so many more, but thank you for everybody's that's going on. You know, thank you, thank you, thank you. I got my cards here. We're ready to go. So, uh, Kevin, is there something on, on your mind that, uh, you know, that is is kicking around up there or that you're like ah, you know let's talk about this well we've talked about it several times in regards to moving the show see i, I guess they're all right all right all right all right all right all right there's a there's a couple of schools of thought okay in, here we go now in in the youtube world what they will tell you and you're talking to a guy and uh, a, a consultant today and he will tell you fewer episodes better content niche it down do produce like one a week maybe maybe one every other week and and that that's what you should produce i on the other hand am an old radio guy and i believe more is better and so two hours a day five days a week is really my my mission and my passion that's what i want to do so that we can talk about great stuff and have enough time to do that and we can include the audience and like with bruce and michael and and uh and kayla from my side and 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 uh holly and, and you know we can have an inclusive club so i like to do more but what is according to the cards should should we be doing should we be doing more or should we be niching down and doing less well, no, it's not more or less. And and one of the things I know right here is, but we're trying to create something different, all right? This isn't your tip. I mean, how do you do a, a call-in show on YouTube pre-recorded? You, you know? <laughs> so you can't. We want to hear from people. We want to talk. We want to bring some people in. Uh, you know, one of the things, I guests, hey, guys, if y'all are listening, call in. 
tell us what you think. I like knowing that we're going to be putting something positive out, you know, right now, four days a week, two and three hours a day, you know, in the evening. So people have something to listen to besides a lot of the other rhetoric that's out here. You know, what do you want to hear? Where does it go? Because this is a little different than just doing YouTube, you know? So that's one of the things, even the guy I talked about today was like, no, I'm not going to tell you to quit doing free shows, you know, but maybe I need to be doing some other content with it. So maybe we're going to be doing some things, some sketches, some skits or whatnot, you know? So what do we think about the format change? That's what I'll, that's what I'll ask here real quick Okay, about that's a, that's changing, good... you know, and I'm talking about changing it to all pre-record and I don't, you know, I, people now you're in here are about... talking. You're talking about tarot with an attitude, is that right? No, I'm talking about our show, you know, and I just don't see, yeah, no, 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 no. Everything's coming up upside down. Uh, you know, no, it's it's not going to lead, be well. We need to continue on with this show with exactly what we're doing. And, 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 but we need, and this is very important, we need people to understand we can't do this and keep doing this, okay, without your support. We need you to share the link. We need you to invite other people in. We need you to call in. We need you to say, hey, I am enjoying your show or whatnot. Because if we're going to take this to the next level, it's going to take people's involvement. It's going to take that, let me call in or whatnot. Drop a donation for Kevin. Drop a donation for me, whatever. We're eventually going to have one donation bucket and we'll go from there. You know, uh, but at some point, if you, if you want to show, you're going to have to support it. If you have a local radio show that you love, you got to go support the sponsors. So it's going to be incumbent on our listeners to help us. And, and if you like this, we do too, you know, and, and we enjoy it. So we're trying to give something different and, uh, you know, throw some spirituality in there every now and then, throw some cards and, and, and do some things, but not just bring the same people to you all the time. So uh, I think that's important. It's, it's important for me to, to provide a, a space for people to relax a little bit, laugh a little bit, and to get some great information from some really, really incredible people. I've, I've had, uh, we're, we're going to have a gal on next week. Her name is Allison Roberts, and she is one of the top 100 coaches in the world. And she is just really dynamic. And we, we're bringing people like that because they find, they have found that this is Positive Talk Radio and positivetalkradio.net is a great outlet for them to find like-minded people that are inter interested in what they have to say, and and, um, and and it really works for them. So they really are, are want to be on the show. We want you to want to be on the show. We want you to call in and to talk to Reverend Rob if you've got uh, something. As a matter of fact, we're going to challenge you that that in the past, uh, Reverend Rob has been able to do uh, readings um, from your chat. Well, now we want you to call in because we want you to be an interactive part of this program because some of you guys, Michael Schmidt, Bruce, and 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 some of the others, let me go back here and... and, uh, and uh, Deborah and, Indigo, you know, Deborah so, Indigo, um, 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 so many, yes, and uh, and Kayla and Holly, and so we want you to be an integral part of the show, 
uh, because you've got you've got talent as well and you've got something that you'd like to say and contribute we would love to give you that forum to be able to do that because other people will benefit from your experience and who you are so this isn't about rob and i this is about all of us building a community together of like-minded people that are interested in creating a positive environment for us and the world because ultimately we are all one we're all part of the i sound like a southern baptist cheap preacher suddenly um and so i'll leave no that. <laughs> no no not at, not at all huh? no no <laughs> But, but it is but it is it is my passion and and reverend rob has uh he saw that and he has acted on it and now he's become part of it and we are going to go down this road together and uh we're going to take it as far as we can but we're going to need sponsorships we've got a great program for sponsorships we've got you know, get commercials on live radio on youtube on podcasts you you get uh, um, on all the websites. You get you get a lot of stuff, um, and we've been downloaded in sixty five countries, all fifty states, uh, to the tune of a hundred thousand downloads. So we're you know we're we are a growing and going concern. So I I hope that uh, you will hang with us and because we got a lot to do, and you're part yeah. of it. We want you to be part of it. We absolutely do, and I and we need y'all to understand we're. You know, Kevin was flying this solo with a couple of people popping in to help him out. So this shift for us, bear with us. We're still, you know, we're still finding our wheels. But next week we start, we're going to see new different intros. I love our music, though. I, I, I love our music on our intro. So we, we got to make sure that stays the same. We just got to change it up. But that's, you know, we're going to be doing some things. We want people to have fun. It's not just a place to sit and listen and go, okay. But it's a place for you to come, see your friends, enjoy. do Call in, okay? Kevin and I will do our best not to embarrass you. We'll do our best to help it out, okay? Call in. It's one of those things. We, You know, you don't do that on YouTube. You just don't. And this is something really cool. I think that we can do it. And when we have a guest, call in, talk to them, ask them a question. I know yesterday, the KKNW show, you know, we had a great young man, actor, director, writer, uh, Christopher Logan, been in, uh, you know, uh, Silverman. What was that? Uh, Ch Chasing Silverman? Chasing Silverman, the, the X, -Files. Uh, X Files, you know, things a lot. And what a dynamic young man he was. So there are a lot of people that are jumping in here. Uh, and 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 you need we want to be a part of it. We want to be a part of it. Okay. So we want you to be a part of it. So come help us kick this thing off, kick it in the butt, and let's see what's happening. Starting this Monday, 11 o'clock, 5 p.m. Eastern. That's 2 p.m. 2 to 4 Pacific, 5 to 7 <laughs> Eastern. Did I get that right, Kevin? Yes, sir. I'm going to write it down for you, though. There we go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then what days is uh, KKNW? Wednesday and what else? KKNW um, is going to be, is continuing to be on Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. And on on Wednesday, we're going to do and really excited about this. On Wednesday, we're going to do the show from two to four Pacific and then KKNW from four to five Pacific. So that's going to be a three hour extravaganza. 
that okay. we are that we are going to do and uh um who's good okay who's i'll bite who's good lion tv you know good lion tv i don't know let's look him up let's look him up call in michael tell us about this guy okay and what what's his name again nick alvier i'm glad you can say that alvier well, i don't know if i said it right i just said it <laughs> so but so we, in, we are just on the brink of uh, we believe uh, a really cool thing that will involve everybody, and and we really want your participation as well as as support to to make make this a lot of a lot of fun for everybody, and we can actually change some lives, and we can help people um, live their lives a little bit better, a little bit more positively. There's as you all know. There's way too much negative in the world from the pandemic to now this war to now it's just, there's just way too much and we don't need that anymore. Um, and so if you can, if you, if we can do something and then that is fun and positive and, um, it's, and Michael, Michael said, so I think Michael said it right. He said, this is going to get good because we are, as we, we, we've known each Reverend Rob and I've known each other a week. Wait till we know have known each other a month, uh, and the, what we can what we can bring to the table, and what you guys can bring to. Absolutely, absolutely. So we need your help. Come on in, talk to us, find out. It's okay. Like I would say, come on in. The water's fine. Okay, you're not going to get hurt. You know, Rada. Good to see you, buddy. Welcome, Bangarang. Let's see what's happening here. All right, more of the tribe checking in. Michael, so glad to see you over here. Bruce, I know the ladies have beat y'all to this a lot of times. Indigo, Deborah, appreciate y'all doing that, you know. Um, and the, the tribe slowly kicking over. So uh, glad to see it. Glad to see it. Now, as we, uh, um, as we move through this, I do need to tell you, and then we're working to fix it, but there is a just a slight delay uh, in the phone connection. So that, that just take that into account as we bring our first caller in for the day, Reverend Rob. Yes. And, and so we're going to, so we're going to bring him on right now. To All right. We can do this. And Here we go. Call. Hey, Rob. It's hey, Rada, how are you? It's Michael, buddy. Oh, it's Michael. Okay, I thought Rana said he was calling in, so I thought, hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. Mr. Schmidt, oh, how man. are you, sir? I'm doing good, guys. Uh, Nick Alvear, you want to look into, uh, he was uh, jailed on the January 6th. Okay, on the whole riot thing? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I looked him up real quick. This is the guy that was smoking dope <laughs> or something. Yeah. Everything was about a doobie smoker. Oh, so, yeah, so I'll have to look into them, you know, and, and and see what's going on. So that's cool. Glad glad to have you there. You know, thank you for giving us the name because we reach out to a lot of people. Let's see what's happening there. Okay. Yeah. Now, now was he yeah, was this guy? What Michael was he involved with January six in some way? Uh, he was one of the ones that were jailed. Oh. He does He's out and he's done a, a lot of great movies. Let's check out his website at goodlion.tv. He's got okay. amazing videos that he's done exposing a lot of 
crap that's going on now, especially with the uh, the guys who are still in January 6th. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. I, I I actually know one of the guys that's still in jail from January 6th. He's a, he was a good friend of my son's, and he is facing 40 years in jail. Wow. Okay. That's a long so, time. And it, it is indeed. It is indeed. Well, thank you, Michael, for that. And uh and I hope that you have I hope that you'll listen often and have a great day, huh? Yeah, let me know what's I'm in special time zone, so I'm in Chicago. Yeah, he's between us. Chicago, <laughs> Chicago. That's cool. Shot town. So there, there we go. Michael, thank you for calling, buddy. I appreciate it. I really do. Thank you, sir. You have an awesome day. You do the same, guys. Take care. Take care. All thank right. you. Bye-bye. And... Michael actually does poetry and different. He's quite he's quite an individual. Well, we so need the is... yes. Yes. I would you love know? love for him to read some poems on, on the air. That would be that would be awesome. Because we all have our we all have gifts and we all need to use our gifts. And we and uh, if if one of your gifts is to is to give to other folks, then we would like to provide a forum for that. Speaking of which, we've got another call, so I'm gonna. So it's really cool that we've got another caller. So let's do this right now. Um, welcome, caller. You're on with Reverend Rob. Hello. Hello. You're breaking up. Who who am I talking to? I can't. I can't hear Kevin. Can you hear? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Say say that again, my dear. Oh, it's Rada. Okay. I barely. You're breaking up really bad. Do you want to hang up and try calling back? Maybe you get a better connection. Okay, sure. Yeah, let's try that. Okay, let's try that, and we'll see what happens. So I'm going to drop that, and okay. she'll call back in just a second. Yeah, plenty of lines. So uh, it's not it's not just you have to wait for somebody. So if you want to call in or whatnot, so uh, yeah. We're, uh, so well, we'll she see was, if she wasn't she, wasn't she on KKNW? Didn't she call in? Uh, no, that was Priya. I don't um, now. Oh, I don't know if right. yeah. I don't know if this is the same person. I'm not sure, but uh, she had a pretty good uh, you know. A good connection i don't I, I don't think this is the same person but uh yeah priya called in uh and that, that was awesome she was great you know so let's try it again here we go here we go and welcome caller radar are you there Hello. No, no, she. Uh, yeah, she just having problems getting through on her phone. So yeah, she, she, she. It, it, it cut out. It, it actually. Oh uh, uh, no! All yeah. right. Well, you know we're coming down here anyway, so that's uh, you know pretty good. You know, but yeah. Rod, I love you. We'll be on again tomorrow. Okay. Uh, and uh, how, tomorrow how we just is... tomorrow, Rod. Tomorrow we've only got KKNW at noon. Oh really? Okay, yeah, that's right. I'm thinking about next week. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Rod, how long is the show going? Rada, you're out. She's outside now. So if you want to try to call in, we can we can hold for another minute, right? Sure. Let's try it. Call in again, and let's see. I just left work. 
All right. That's always a good feeling. See, that's a beautiful thing about what we are doing here on the internet is that we've got, we say we're, we're going to be on from two to four or five to seven, depending on what time zone you're in. But if we've got a lot of stuff going on and we've got a lot of interest, we don't have to terminate the show at the end of the show. We can keep right. going. That's and, and I enjoy KKNW, but this is one of the nice things about, uh, you know, about doing our own show here because we can uh, hang out and make sure everybody gets talked to or whatnot. Yes, so, and here uh, here is Rada again. So okay, you want to take Michael's comment down, and we will go from. Hello, Rada. How are you? We are good. We are good. It is good to hear your voice. Can you hear me better now? Ab yes, I can hear you really good. Then what, what's happening with you and your world? Where are you calling from? Um, so I'm calling from Toronto. And I just le left work. Um, I tutor at my college shooting students something and finance courses and I'm going um, I'm in school so I'm going home now okay well I want you to be safe your phone is really really breaking up so it's kind of hard to hear were you wanting a reading no I don't want a reading but if anything um, like I All don't right. have any specific question in mind, but yeah. Okay, we'll just do. I'll, I'll pop a couple of cards for you real quick, and let's see what's happening. But just to say thank you for calling in. So for Radha, we just need to know a couple of things. What's going on? You're going to be juggling some things around. Okay, some new things are happening for you in your physical world. I got the Princess of Pentacles, and this means you're going to have to have, have some fun. And you need to be careful. What we're talking about here is finances, all those things, work, school, but have fun. Balance is going to be necessary. Everything came up for you with some change. Some things are going to be shifting. You got to remember to keep balance and to have some good time. So I want you to remember to have fun. I want you to remember that in all things balance, you're going to work out. But listen, don't forget to, to, to act out and, and, and cut a fool and, and be able to, you know, just act like a child every now and then and have fun. Does that make sense for you? Nope. I think we lost her. Um, could be. Rada, you there? She went into the uh, no man's zone. Yeah, into the abyss. So that was, her, you know, Rada, check us out. We'll 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 be around. And uh, and so, what are we doing tomorrow? Tomorrow we we have um, uh, Tracy Hemingway on KKNW. She's the hypnotherapist that you wanted to talk about. Or oh, okay, yeah, and um, that'll be eleven fifty KKNW dot com. Go up to the top left, listen, and listen online. Don't click the big listen now button. You'll be listening to the show, whatever's over on the left. They kind of paid to be up there. So that's why they're there. But to listen to us online, 1150kknw.com, top left, hit the listen, and you'll see listen online. 
and you can go from there. So love to have some of y'all call in on that show too. So, uh, Kevin, you got anything going on around you right now or something that people need to know about? I know I got a lot going on. Well, I'm just, I'm just preparing this weekend for, uh, Monday, which is going to be a, a big deal. And we're looking for, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. I've got, we've got a lot of work to do to put it together, but it's, it's going to be, it's just going to be great. And, uh, um, that's ultimately folks, if you, if you want to, if you want to embrace this dream, this is the dream. You ready? Um, in, in the United States, in, uh, um, the way it works, uh, in regular radio is that most stations are too small to do their own content. So what they do is they buy a show. It's called syndication. They'll buy a show or a show is given to them and they exchange the show. We want to have 600 shows with positive talk radio on the, uh, on the air across the country. That's, that really is what our dream is. And, and that's also part of why we're going to two hours a day so that we can prepare for that and to make it, fun for everybody so tell your friends tell the people that you know send out the links to to folks because this is we're going to have some extraordinary people it's going to absolutely and holly just popped on and said if you go to uh positive talk radio.net hit the press release and the new show times are there so you can look it up find out what's going on while you're there Drop a donation in for Positive Talk Radio. We would appreciate it because it's going to help keeping these things. And beautiful people, we want to start getting people like Holly and Dana. We want to actually bring them on the payroll and get them paid. So some of that is what's going to help, things like that. Uh, we're going to talk about maybe being an associate of the show and you and, and getting people in for sponsorships and, and how you can do that. And you know somebody that needs to have a little bit of airtime? Talk to us. Y'all know you can reach me at tarotwithanattitude.com. And Kevin, how do they reach the uh, Positive Talk Radio.net? It's Positive Talk Radio.net. It's really pretty simple. And you just go there. And also, there are, there are um, podcasted shows, there are live shows. Reverend Rob will be there. You can also go to Positive Talk Radio on YouTube as well as uh, Tarot with an Attitude on YouTube. We're going to be all over the place because we really want to get uh, the message out about who we are. And go to um, the, the live, go to um, positivetalkradio.net, and there's a press release there. talks about the new show, what we're going to be doing. In the future, we'll be publicizing who's going to be on when. And the more we do this, the bigger we're going to get some really big names to participate with us. I've interviewed John Edward before. We'll be able to get him back and, and, uh, uh, and, and many others. So, so hang with us and tell your friends and family. That's all I can say. Absolutely. And, and, and above all else, make sure Tarot with an attitude, drop in there, help me do a book a session or whatnot. Big thing coming Saturday, four o'clock. My new class is tar Tarot Simplified 2. Some of you took the Tarot Simplified 1. This is the next step. You don't have to have taken it, but everybody that signs up for the class is going to be live online. We're going to actually be able to talk, see each other. We're going to read cards together. We're going to learn how to run spreads, do some interpretation of the card. It is going to be a great time. Ascendedmasters.store, hit live, and look at what's going on, and, and you'll see my shining face there. 
Tarot Simplified 2. Don't miss it. Okay? See, and that was much better. Your shining face. I like that much better. There we go. Um, there so, we go. So, Reverend Rob, I'd like to thank you for being here. I'd like to thank everybody else for being here and participating with us today because you, quite frankly, ladies and gentlemen, you're a part of our dream, and we'd like to thank you very much for being there. And you have a everybody have a great afternoon, and we'll see you tomorrow on Positive Talk Radio on KKNW at noon, 3 o'clock Eastern. Take care, everybody. Bang. Thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of KMmedia.pro. Please visit our website, oddly enough, named KMmedia.pro, for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great, positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember, be kind to each other because each other's all we've got.